0: Are you kidding me? I mean, that's where
1: I'm at with my head right now. <laughs> so also, I like that it rhymed.
0: Oh my god, are you high? <laughs> oh my god, what the hell are you gonna- want
1: it? Yeah, yeah. Hi everyone and welcome to another episode of the, the Vicious Virgos. That was really slow, <laughs> was it? <laughs> Which oh. is perfect because it's spooky season, Ooh. so everything has to be more dramatic, more enunciated. Should we and- try that again then? Yeah. The Vicious Virgos. Nice.
0: Ooh, I like that one.
1: So today, we're going to be talking about Black Moon Lilith. And I'm like, extremely excited. We love this one. Yeah, because it's one of like our favorite astrological topics and honestly, one of the most underrated. And it's freaking amazing. But I'm not going to tell you what it is yet, because she has to read read, read and read our spooky horoscope first.
0: So... Jacqueline B., when things aren't going your way, it can seem easier to automatically discount other ways of thinking. Ilana the Virgo, on the other hand, becomes unoriginal. Their inability to communicate about deeper issues could be frustrating. Ask questions. Pay attention to the cues they're giving you. Okay. I mean... Seems like
1: a good start to the episode.
0: Yeah, why not? So
1: before I dive in, you want to explain how we got into Black
0: Moon Lilith? I would love to. So... Ilana and I, I was in Florida. She was here in Los Angeles, and I was going through a really bad breakup. I don't, e- I, w- I don't even think we'd broken up yet. Had we? No, no. So it was, was the dark just, side of it. Because this was, this was in January. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Basically, I was just crying my eyes out every night in Florida. I was up until seven o'clock in the morning because I couldn't sleep. Ilana and I did a deep dive. We're like, you know what? Let's let astrology answer everything for us because. We cannot seem to come up with a logical or rational reason why this guy that I had been dating for three years was doing what he was doing. So we're like, astrology, astrology. And then we came across two specific things. One is Chiron, which we'll get to next week. Amazing. And then the second is your black moon Lilith. Oh my God. When like, what has it been all my life? When I tell you, yeah. this just like, whoo, change. It changed our lives. Yeah. Changed and our no lives. And no one talks about it. Nobody. Nobody. Nobody talks about
1: it. Let's look at it this way. If Venus is like T. Swift's lover, Lilith is the dark, mysterious reputation. Ooh.
0: Uh, yeah. Okay. Love that album, by the yeah.
1: way. As we know, Lilith is known as the rebellious woman in biblical times, right? our instinctual side, the part of us that is unfiltered and uncontrollable. So what is Lilith in our astrological chart? Though the name Lilith has been associated with a lot of different things, there was like a satellite, I think there was an asteroid. Today, we're going to focus on what has come to be known as Black Moon Lilith, which is the dark side of the moon. The moon moves around the earth in kind of an elliptical shape, and it's called the apogee, that's Black Moon Lilith. That's the point where the moon is farthest from earth during this orbit black moon Lilith is not an object. It's a point. So it's not a planet. It's a lunar realm where the moon is in isolation from everything else. Super dark and scary. So in the natal chart, Lilith describes where we value free will over inclusion, where we go our own way. Lilith is where we aren't willing to compromise this part of our chart where we can access femininity, not as a projection, but that seeks to please, especially to please men if you're a woman. In general, actually, men and women.
0: Well, I mean, the yeah. more you learn about the history of Lilith, yeah. like mythology, that makes sense.
1: Yeah. But as a state of divine creation, our Lilith placement is where we call, like, cut all the bullshit out so we can get to the heart of the matter. She's nonlinear and she doesn't give a fuck. You can find your Lilith in your chart by using an online calculator. We love Cafe Astrology. There's also Astro Twins. And so really quickly before we dive in, I want to note there can be a binging and purging cycle involved with Lilith where we overdo it or we go all out. We express our traits to the extreme and then we feel bad later. This leads to a stage where we reject or deprive ourselves of the traits. Eventually, though, the need for them is strong and we go to extremes again, perpetuating this kind of self-destructive cycle. So to work through this, we need to learn to accept these traits in ourselves and express them in ways that we've transformed or made to fit our lives without fear or guilt. We may have too high expectations of ourselves in these areas, and we can convince ourselves we don't care. It's difficult to go there since fear and shame can be mixed in, but it's also really empowering. So today we are going to talk about how to harness your power. And I do want to mention that for this episode, I pulled inspiration since this is a topic I'm still learning a lot about from Pure Wow, Cafe Astrology, and Well and Good. Is there anything you want to say before we dive in?
0: Yeah, I mean, this is, the next two episodes are actually probably going to be my favorite in our series, and it's because there's so much unknown, there's so much we learned about ourselves and things that just, things that aren't as generalized when it comes to astrology. So you know how like, oh yeah, we know that she's a Virgo because X, Y, Z, all right, that's fine. You will never be able to figure out someone's black moon. No. Like you, it is so unbelievably specific. And it's deep because
1: the moon's always about emotion. So it's always deep under the surface. It's just a dark side of that.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's so crazy to think that there's, because you think about what you can repress and what you can't. And to know that your black moon that's linked with what you really, really have a really hard time repressing, basically like things that you can't, that there's, yeah, guess what? A reason for it because yep. astrology is real. It's real. Okay, so we're going to do
1: this by houses, so we are going to start at the top with Aries. We know that Aries, Lilith Aries are the first house. This black moon, this person has felt that asserting themselves and making executive self-centered decisions is selfish or otherwise wrong. They may have felt shame for displaying self-centered traits, for taking the lead without asking or for making self-centered choices. Surprise, surprise Aries. They may feel wary of people expressing Aries' traits, largely because they're shocked at how they can do so without any apology. We all know that about Aries. There can be some fear of taking the lead, asserting oneself and making executive decisions, but a simultaneous desire to do so, which can lead to extremes of behavior in these areas. So they need to learn to accept these traits in themselves. That's the key. So with so much emphasis put on personal branding and self-promotion, nowadays, especially with like social media, Mm -hmm. having this black moon and put you at a massive disadvantage. You know that true identity and individualization can't be packaged and tied up with a little bow. And you want to show the world all of the net messy, chaotic parts of yourself. You're an amazing entrepreneur and you have a really unique view, like, point of view, I think. And this comes across really effortlessly, to be honest. But you're also someone who deeply struggles with your image. You can find balance through partnerships that reflect your ideas and values back to you. You need to seek out people who aren't afraid to respond when you ask hard questions. So, how do you harness your power? So, your naturally fierce and independent spirit can feel stifled or squashed by others around you. This can create negative thought patterns about your leadership abilities. So, your mantra, your Lilith mantra is Aries, I am a powerful, intelligent leader. I am accepted and respected by others. How That's do we really feel cool. about this one?
0: I mean, I'm going to say that I'm excited every single time today right (laughs) because it's it's so cool it's so cool when i think of lilith and aries though i think that it's something that become really dangerous um you know negative manifestations of lilith and aries can like at the lowest level it would be like participating in fights you know that kind of stuff and at the highest level where they're like really tuned in and manifesting the positive quality this is somebody who can recognize killers and has personal fearlessness so i could see somebody being like you know, in the freaking um, what's that like? Special victims, profilers, FBI stuff. Law and order? No, not <laughs> not an actor. No, like I just mean what? There's that show, um, Criminal Minds, where like yeah. they're profilers and whatnot. Yeah. I could see somebody who has their Black Moon and Aries. Yeah, yeah. Since they have this innate ability, and I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that they're able to recognize ego.
1: Yeah, game recognized game. That's exactly. what I was thinking with Aries. Exactly.
0: So it's it's really cool and but also very scary because I can see this if it's poorly controlled, it could it's bad.
1: Yeah, and remember with all of these is that yeah, it's a dark side of you but you can harness your power for good. So it's not like it's just negative traits. It's no. looking at the thing that can kind of go out of control or that you can kind of manage. That's what's important about this episode. Is it's not just, "Oh, this is what sucks about you." <laughs> yeah
0: yeah it's it's really funny this website says recommendations uh avoid sharp objects (laughs) true and then develop fearlessness endurance and distribute their forces wow
1: okay so very relevant with their work yeah cool yeah super cool oh wow well that's an entertaining Lilith to be on the light side of things (laughs) so (laughs) Lilith Taurus or the second house So this Black Moon, this person has felt shame for self-indulgence, not sharing, holding onto possessions too tightly, and for enjoying themselves without any apology, which could not be more accurate. They feel guilty or wrong for doing these things, which can lead to all sorts of behaviors, whether it's about hoarding, which is funny because you had mentioned you thought Taurus might be a hoarder. I did. There you go. In
0: like one of our first episodes
1: purging or between these extremes but they feel ashamed for indulging themselves or getting too comfortable. They may have a really hard time feeling truly satisfied but can also fear the state of wanting. Perhaps they were punished in some manner for being slow, savoring things or enjoying and indulging themselves. This can also apply to Lilith in the second house in general. It's cuz you know, you can have a Lilith in a different house just cuz you're in a different sign, right? Taurus is the sign of Earthly delights. We know that because it's ruled by Venus. Sensuous touch and delicious home cooking. They love their food. They love their snacks. They love their naps. So, with Lilith here, you're truly a goddess of the earth. You care less about material possessions and more about long term sustainability. As a kid, you probably thrive during your class nature trips and I would say like composting during science class or something like that. And though you know that objects are truly special. So for example, like your grandmother's wedding ring is something that Pure Wow said. You realize that possessions aren't what makes you happy. You know that humans are living on land borrowed by our future children rather than inherited from our ancestors. So you're deep. You see value in things past the surface. Sometimes, though, you feel like an outcast when all of your friends are taking talking about their latest shopping sprees, home upgrades, and all their frivolous spending. So instead of judging them or calling them wasteful, remember that the things we all have are meant to be shared Don't judge people, Taurus, okay? How to harness your power. You either experience a lack of abundance growing up or too much importance was placed on wealth. This may have created a fear of poverty for you, along with a belief that your self-worth is tied to the material. So your Lilith mantra is abundance is a mindset. I do not let fear and my past control me. I am worthy of love and truth. This one hits hard for me. I am not a Lilith Taurus, but I have known them. And I get it. I freaking get it.
0: Yeah. I mean, this, I always, I always picture someone who has their black moon in Taurus as like the leprechaun at the end of the rainbow who's like hoarding his gold. Yeah. Right. Like that's how I see it. And they're very similar, like most earth signs, where they have very unrealistic expectations on the world. Right. So, As someone who has their black moon Lilith in Taurus, often they can experience immense grief and pain and despair because they think that the world's going unchecked because it's not living up to their expectations. So this kind of stuff can turn into like self-pity, which can become manipulative. And because they're so stubborn, they'll just end up in like a dark corner, um it doesn't necessarily mean they're super emotional though right like you won't find the taurus in the corner crying like you will with pisces or cancer you'll Mm -hmm. find the taurus in the corner like reading a book or pouting right just like isolating right so i mean i know that they're going to struggle to kind of detach themselves from monetary goals in life like they have to realize like financial wealth does not equate happiness and i think that's going to be one of the things that they have to be reminded of is like These are the things that truly matter. Like how many times, I mean, you and I have this discussion all the time. Like we both work all the time, but it's like work's not going to love us back. No. Right. So you have to be present in your relationships and check in and tell people you love them and that you care because I'm sorry. Like, like I said, money won't love you. No. That was a lot. Sorry. (laughs)
1: Lilith and Gemini or the third house. And this one I was very excited about. So (laughs) this person has felt shame for speaking too much or too little or for their intelligence or social skills. They may be wary of people who seem to be indulgent in these ways, who are social butterflies, or who talk too much, or who seem to flaunt their intelligence. Their curiosity may have been stifled in some manner, and they can fear not being considered smart, which is similar to Chiron. (laughs) They can be wicked with what they say when angry. Shame in these areas can lead to extremes of behavior and a feeling of being out of control, Working on self-acceptance is the key to empowerment. This can also apply to anyone in the third house. And this applies to all of them if I say it's in the third, it's in the house and it's in the same house. You know better than anyone that communication is a game and you want to win it, Gemini. So when Lilith is in Gemini, you're a free spirit when it comes to getting your ideas out there. You're never shy about sending an email to your boss at like 3 in the morning or like replying to your crush's text when you see what that they're still up and typing and you're spilling your guts all day on your Instagram or something like that. Who cares about etiquette when you have something to say, right? You also refuse to be held to any kind of set schedule, and you tend to drive friends and coworkers crazy by showing up late or switching around your plans. And I'm just laughing because it's just Gemini to the eighth degree. And let's be real. You've never been at the airport less than an hour before a flight. You are perpetually late. Living at your own pace means that you sometimes miss out on larger scale opportunities though. And spontaneity is your secret weapon, but remember to leave space for the big picture sometimes. So how do you harness your power, Gemini? You have have incredible ideas, but you tend to keep them to yourself due to negative reactions you receive from others. You may have felt ridiculed in the past for speaking or just didn't feel heard. So your mantra is, I am seen, heard, and accepted. The more I speak my truth, the easier it will become. I don't absorb other people's opinions of me, which that last part was very powerful to me because Gemini always absorb people's opinions, whether or not we know it or not. They do care. They care a lot. What do you think about this one?
0: My black moon Lilith is not Gemini, isn't it? No. It's not? No. Yours is Leo. Oh my Chiron's in Gemini. Yeah. Okay, great. Then I'm gonna it's stop obsessing over this because we'll know there's some there's some shit in here and I'm like, uh Explain. Oh, do what? tell. Well, so <laughs> I don't know if I could share some of this stuff. Do it. Uh so put it back and do it. Oh my god, whatever. So like <laughs> okay, negative manifestations that can come from the following extremes. At the lowest level, a thief, gossip, pimp. Okay. <laughs> Okay, yeah. From eighty five, middle level is a victim of slander and theft, and then at the highest level, it's integrity, independence from gossip, avoidance of theft, and I'm just like, what? <laughs> I mean, like, criminal
1: behavior, basically. Y- yeah, especially.
0: Yeah. I mean, I, this is why I love Lilith. She's and remember, so just because you're a
1: Gemini does not mean you're Lilith is in Gemini. So look it up. I just want to be clear; people understand that. I mean, yeah, you're Gemini, and you're probably. Cri- commit a crime at some point in your life but the lilith is the part we're focusing on so something of your birthday
0: something also that is worth noting is that we're currently in the black moon lilith and gemini return
1: that sounds scary so
0: it started in july steal (laughs) it started in july um on july 18th so this past 2021 and it actually doesn't exit until april 14th of 2022
1: oh god Yes. Is this why we're all over the place and I feel I'm afraid of talking to people and I want to secretly steal a watermelon from a store?
0: Well, okay. So think about it. So Lilith wants to speak and what better way to speak than through a Gemini, which mm. is a sign of communication. Mercury, yeah. Right? So we'll find that you're speaking up a lot more, right? You have, you're have you're, um, you unable to kind of control, like you just have a lot more to say about what matters. Got all it. of a sudden, everything matters to you and you just got to share it, right? Got it. And so it's it's interesting. like you may see people will come become more involved in causes that are close to things that they care about, their communities, their neighborhoods, the impacts of like like mentorship, mm. right? Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, I feel that, which is something that you've been really, really involved in. yeah, but what's funny is is that usually when you have your like special note, right? So if your natal is black moon in, G- in Gemini, you'll experience the return. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So when this occurs, there will be lessons that open you up to more to speaking and standing up and you be- can become more aware of what you've been held back with. okay. Right. So it's kind of like, a light. So this is actually a really good time for you to get in tune with your inner Lilith. Like Which don't is how it is her. it returns in general. Exactly. Yeah. So the last time that Black Moon Lilith was in Gemini was September of 2012 to July 2013. So just for those listening, think about what was going on in your life back then. I don't right? remember. And how ha- I vividly remember. <laughs> and then get an idea of how that impacted you and what were you What, what specific things can you look at and be like, oh, I would do this differently now, or, oh, I really want to go back to doing that because that's when I felt really good about myself. So I think it's just a time of, like I said, especially if your natal is in this to think back on that period of time. So September, 2012 to June, 2013, and find a way that you can get in tune with your Lilith. Huh,
1: cool. That's good advice. Okay, this one's going to be a doozy live we'll with cancer or the fourth house. so this person has felt ashamed for being needy or dependent for whatever reason and feels awkward or I would even say angry with people who display these traits without apology. Their nurturing nature was stifled in some way, and they can feel very uncomfortable asking for help or and expressing their own nurturing nature as a result. This discomfort can lead to extremes of behavior in this area and then misgivings afterwards. And the cycle will then continue, which is absolutely obnoxious. Working on self-acceptance is the key to empowerment here. So Lilith and Cancer is the perpetual rebellious teenager, which is hilarious because Jack always likes to say that Cancer beds like a teenager. So I just thought that was so spot on. They will break curfew, skip family dinners, paint their room neon green without their mom's permission. You know, that family isn't just about blood relatives, but about finding the people in places that really get you. With this placement, you embrace alternative housing scenarios and are the mama bear of your chosen family, which is great because I really I think of cancer. I think of the mama bear. That's pretty much my go-to analogy. You're potentially an outcast in your hometown or we're the first person to move away and break other Long held traditions. Be careful not to ground yourself or isolate when you're feeling guilty about skipping a holiday or confiding in your BFF before calling your sister. Remember that you're fulfilling the dreams of your ancestors. You're meant to share yourself with the world, so don't keep your love locked down behind closed doors. So, how do you harness your power? Because this one's really powerful. You need to nurture and feel nurtured, but you may not have received this when you were young. Your inner child could create similar instances when you seek this from outside sources. So, your mantra, Cancer. I practice self-care. I give myself the nurturing and love I need on a daily basis. Through this, I will attract people in my life who will naturally radiate this back to me. And oh my God, as a Chiron in Cancer, this really resonates with me because I feel like the Chiron and Lith, which we'll talk about obviously, are in the same similar boat, but this feels like a scar, you know? It feels similar to Chiron. So yeah, this mean, one is really hitting me hard. Like, I like this one. Well, it probably hits this you one. hard
0: too, specifically because you just got a copy of... The Just Girl Self-Care yeah, book, I right? Oh. So, yeah. So, which is all about self-care. So, I'm not surprised Buy that you're it. feeling things. Pre-order yeah. it actually. Pre-order. Yeah. But it's, you know, I mean, Lilith is such, she's such a little demon, right? Yeah, she's like, a bitch. That's what they say. Oh, God. I would want to be her friend so bad. <laughs> so bad. You well, know, she's probably, what, she's probably a Libra. Did you
1: not watch the new
0: Sabrina? Yes, I did.
1: Okay, She was so badass in there.
0: Dude, I know. It was so cool. I know. I feel like Like, she was a
1: Cancer or a Scorpio, something, some water sign to me. Really? Yeah. Just, like, possessive and, like, protective, and I don't know. That's what I think of when I think of her Is like, that freaking new Lilith
0: from Sabrina. Oh, God. I just see, like, (laughs) the story of Lilith, if you don't know, please look it up. She's a freaking badass. Yeah,
1: she's a badass. Like,
0: the mythology is insane. Oh, my God. Very
1: archaic, very old.
0: I literally want to be her. But... Anyway, so (laughs) thoughts on this specific placement. Yeah, this one. This one's awesome. So it's funny because cancer hates conflict. And no matter where it is in your chart, it hates conflict. But the Lilith in this placement makes the pain that much worse. So Mm. often, you know, there are passive-aggressive outbursts that build up over time. Shocking. Right? I know, right? But what I found fascinating is that... They hate to show any sign of vulnerability, especially to the people that they tend to for comfort because they want to remain a steady support system to them. Yeah. Uh, That's very, very, very easy to relate to. Like, think about it. Like, do you know, I mean, you remember how hard it was for me to come to you and ask for help? Yeah. Because I was always that person that you called. Yeah. I don't mind asking for help. (laughs) So switching the positions was really, really hard for me. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, my placement isn't this, but no, it was just really hard. You can relate though to it. It is. Yeah. And I think everybody can relate to a certain extent. Um, you know, like we all try and be stoic and look like we have our shit together and rarely Especially as Virgo. Rarely do we. Yeah, no, rarely. But yeah, I mean again, I mean I can discuss the negative manifestations again. Go ahead. Okay, at the lowest level, it's desecration of traditions, betrayal of parents. Ooh. On the average level, it's persecution from parents and then forced or immigration. Wow. Right. So wow. I'm just seeing like somebody Steve. kicked out of their home. Right. And at the highest level, it's independence from the views of the genus. So infallible, a strong understanding of the laws of karma.
1: Oh, I love that.
0: Right. Isn't that yeah. a cool way to close that out? It's great. Yeah.
1: Cool. Well, this Lilith, Leo, or the fifth house is Jax. So let's all just take that in for a second. <laughs> <laughs> okay. This person. So Jack, you have felt ashamed or otherwise wronged for calling special attention to yourself for seeking the spotlight or for seeking to be better than others in competitions. You may feel uncomfortable with people expressing these Leonian traits. Never heard Leo said that way. This shame or discomfort can lead to extremes of behavior in these areas, which can exacerbate the problem. You need to find ways to accept the very natural need for applause. Self-acceptance is a key to moderation and empowerment. This can also apply to anyone in the fifth house. Let's be real. You're proud as fuck of being a freak. (laughs) Leo knows love is a superpower. And with (laughs) Lilith here, you're always marching to the loud, eccentric beat of your own drum, which is the understatement of a century. You're the type of person who blares your music through your headphones on the subway and dances like no one is watching or was you in a truck or I don't know, anywhere for that matter. That's, At a restaurant. Yeah, or- not on the subway. On the weekends, you're not just going to the club. You're organizing the rave. No matter how old you are, you're always known as the like someone that follows the latest trends and you won't be ashamed of being a devoted stan. Birthday parties for yourselves and for your beloved friends and family are scared, sacred, also scared, and you get really <laughs> bummed out when others can't match your level of enthusiasm. Remember that your unabashed bliss is a secret weapon and don't hesitate to capitalize on your ability to be a living, breathing issue of Tiger Beat magazine. Shut up. Thank you very much.
0: Okay, none of our listeners are going to know what that I is. I
1: loved that <laughs> analogy and I'm going <laughs> to quote pure wow and that till I die. So how to harness your power. You are creative, playful, and fun soul, but you may have had to grow up fast or this wasn't accepted. Embrace your inner child and let them know it's okay to come out and play. And your mantra is, I was put on this earth to shine and create. Only I know my life's mission and I will express myself authentically. I want to mar- like barge myself in here for a second because I'm going to have my Leo on here. Okay. So the funny thing about this is your birthday was recently. So it's funny because you were like, oh yeah, I don't, my birthday, I hate my birthday, I hate my birthday, but you loved your birthday. But I think you secretly, is be- it's because you have these really high expectations and you're like, I don't want to be, you don't want to be disappointed. So I think that this applies to you in a less obvious way to me where it's like under the surface more. It's it's definitely the dark side. Like you really don't want to lean into it because you don't want to deal with the fact that it might be a disappointment.
0: Well, I avoid anything that could disappoint me. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) But it says self-acceptance
1: is the key to moderation and empowerment. So you need to stop looking for other people to satisfy you and you need to start loving yourself, which is like super generic and everyone knows that. But it's true for this particular Lila.
0: So do you want to hear some negative manifestations? I love
1: it. Let's do it.
0: The lowest level is abuse of power and selfishness. Mm-hmm. The average level is the victim of love betrayal. Ouch. The highest level is there is no desire for power or money. A true teacher of children. Okay. Yeah. I'm like... How the hell does that go in? Like, I'm sorry, but like, I'm materialistic as fuck. (laughs) Like, are you kidding me? Alana and I went shopping the other day and I was like, oh, God, I want those shoes. Oh, my God, they're $1,200. We did not get the shoes. We did not get the shoes. Let's be clear. 100% did not get those shoes. If I had the money for it, though, I would have gotten the (laughs) shoes, not going to lie. But, um, but you need to learn to love yourself amongst, uh, besides the shoes. Well, it's funny. It says that like people who have their Lilith and Leo become addicted to flattery, which I think Ooh, yeah. is why That's I very enjoy true. swipe apps so much. It's also
1: why like, as long as you have somebody on, like on the hook or on
0: the, what do you want to call it? Like there, you're not so affected by the previous person. Do you want to hear something crazy? Yeah, go ahead. Men who have their Lilith and Leo often have children from different women. <laughs> Yeah. That's so
1: specific. I love it. So, those from Sweden. Got it. Okay. <laughs> uh,
0: so. Oh, no, 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 no. What? I don't like this part. Go ahead. Passive black moon in Leo, a person who loses his dignity and personality, it may become pleasing and hypocritical. Both women and men have infertility.
1: Okay. Let's not go deep into that. My whole chart told me I am not got a commitment and I'm married. So, you know, sometimes astrology is not real and we shouldn't listen to it too much. Okay.
0: <laughs> well, no, I think this is just, if you don't accept your Lilith. God, If all you right. fight her, then you can't have baby. Fight her big time. I'm not going to fight her. You're going to fight her. If I fight her, <laughs> I can't have babies. And we all know that I want a little baby boy. You want a
1: little black moon Lilith boy. Uh, yes. Yeah.
0: I want someone to go like break <laughs> laws with.
1: I've <Shit. laughs> <Senior> you Aries <laughs> or Gemini actually. Yeah. All right. Okay. So
0: let's get back to something more practical.
1: <laughs> Lilith Virgo or the sixth house. This is my Lilith. Great, grand, wonderful fucking Virgo and the sixth house, the worst one. So this person has felt ashamed off or wrong about paying special attention to the practical side of life, attention to details, organization, and routines. They may go to pains to prove they're not ordinary, worried, eager to please, or concerned about details enough to perfect a craft or project. Leaving many projects unfinished can be a sign of perfectionist expectations. This way they don't have to deal with the prospect of not producing something perfect. Why are you pointing at me? Because
0: what the hell this ties in with your Mars? I know. I'm so angry right
1: now. (laughs) Extremes of behavior and binging purging in these areas can be a sign of imbalance. Working on self-acceptance is the key to empowerment here. Similar to you. This can also apply to anyone in the sixth house. When Mr. Rogers said, look for the helpers. He was talking about me. You truly have a gift for remaining calm in the face of any storm, health scare, or admin nightmare. Wow. And this is because you have an idiosyncratic approach to living your day-to-day life. Your planner doesn't look like anyone else's, or maybe you don't even keep one. And I can tell you, I only have a calendar. I don't have a planner. And yes, your apartment is usually a mess. But where other people see chaos, you see a gift. You can rise to any occasion because you're always ready for battle. Though you're everybody's hero. Everybody's hero. Let's want to make that clear. Living like this puts a lot of wear and tear on your nervous system. Learning how to unplug and embrace stillness is your biggest challenge. Integration and probably success comes from when you slow down and communicate your unique rituals to others. The world has a lot to learn from how you live. How do you harness your power, Virgo? You may have had a need for perfection instilled in you, and this could have carried over into adulthood. You could place unrealistic expectations on yourself and others. So your mantra, and I'm going to say this to myself, <clears throat> Ilana. I love myself and I am letting go of the shame response to be perfect. My unique essence and aura are beautiful just as they are garbage trash. (laughs) I hate all this is so eerily me. It's actually freaking me out. I want to step away from this. I need to take a break,
0: dude. Okay. So I need a break. (laughs) Okay. So like, yes, like, you know, you're doing this and I'm doing that. And I was laughing my ass off because like (laughs) they have like Lilith and then they have the demon, right? So like (laughs) if you're fighting Lilith or you're trying to suppress her, the demon manifests itself. So it's very fascinating. So here's how the demon manifests itself for you. Uh... So when you don't follow cleanliness, scattered things, storage of unnecessary old clothes. I'm sorry. I purge my clothes every spring. Thank you very much. Whatever, dude, you just did it yesterday. (laughs) Okay. But it's funny. It's a violation of the established order. Right. So, so it's violation. Yeah. So it's really interesting. It's like when they do not listen to advice, they do something in the house without asking the owner for permission. Right. At the same time, when the Virgin forces herself to live on pennies, like it's, it's very, it's, it's a very touch and go type of thing, right? It's like the demon begins to start boring conversations. He accuses others of perversity. Oh, wow. That's he puts tough ultimatums. Uh-huh. Either you do it or I leave. Uh-huh. Truth. Threaten to deprive of material support. I might have done that once or twice. All right. So here's the <laughs> negative manifestations. All right. So at the lowest level, it's failure to perform their duties. So neglect of duty. On the average level, it's a victim of medical negligence. Shut up. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. At the highest level, it's a man or woman of duty or non-binary, right? Calm attitude to various kinds of trouble. Now, your passive shit is way better than mine. Yeah. Says a person does not follow hygiene is ruining themselves. (laughs) I'm like, what the hell? You're not the one who's going to be infertile. You're just basically like, if you don't shower, you're ruining yourself. Like, what the hell, right? Ugh. Oh, so not okay. <laughs> I was so upset when I read that.
1: Your Virgo is really showing right now. <laughs> oh, my God. Ah, let
0: me tuck her away. She's just like, she can't handle she can't it. Know.
1: So Lilith Libra or the seventh house. This is Colin, my husband. This person has felt ashamed or wrong for needing companionship or seeking approval from others. Let that sink in, Colin. Or they may otherwise feel that dependency and compromise are weak and not right and can feel uncomfortable with people who seem to need these things. In the apt- absence of self-acceptance regarding these very real needs, extremes of behavior in these areas can be the result, and this will perpetuate the cycle and the problem. So they need to work on self-acceptance, that's the key to their empowerment. That seems to be the key for everyone. <laughs> So, this person's going to channel their chaos through impeccable and indiscriminate taste. Whether that's in music, romantic prospects, or so ugly it's actually beautiful designer fashion, you want to shock people with what you choose to complete. And when it comes to relationships, you're not so interested in any kind of traditional courtship. Romantic love is an invented concept to manipulate and constrain women, duh. Remember, though, that the wild woman you are seeking actually lives within you, or in my husband's case, the wild man, I suppose. You don't need to... No, actually, the wild woman. I'm going to go with that. You don't need to project so much on your, of your identity onto that rocky relationship or that wine made of grapes aged with partial skin contact and volcanic ash. It's you that makes these things special. So how do you harness your power? You tend to attract power struggles in relationships, as this is something you may have witnessed in your family dynamic early on in life. The key is honoring your own power in order to change this pattern in your life. What's your mantra? I know how powerful I am as an individual. This allows me to balance the scars harmoniously in my relationships. I mean, I'm, I'm shook a little bit about this one. This feels very odd. I'm not going to, I don't want to, you know, analyze him publicly, but this is a little on point. So what do you want to say about this one? Oh boy. (laughs) <laughs> it's just like so weird, right?
0: Okay. I don't like this black moon Lilla thing. It's too much. It's, it's too so much. It's doing too right? much. I'm too scared. So I need to leave the room. So I guess I should I should preface this by saying I have actually been not talking about when she's active. I've just been talking about when she's passive because I like reading the fucked up part. So <laughs> when Colin has his active black moon and Libra, he Uh-oh. has difficulties building relationships. Because he tries to subordinate the partner. He, uh what? He imposes his habits and tastes on them, can dwell on its appearance. The complex of narcissists violates a person's ideas about harmony, the norm, in a relationship completely dissolved in a partner. So, Oh, okay. okay. Passive Lilith and Libra, it becomes difficult for a person to make a choice. They hesitate. In relationships with partners, they obey and agree with everything <laughs> they're told. Seeks to shift responsibility to others. Often contributes to the marriage of convenience. A person seeks to improve the financial situation and exist at the expense of a partner.
1: Ooh. I don't, I don't
0: like it. I don't like that <laughs> either. But, so let's talk about the negative manifestations. Instead, <laughs> all right? So at the lowest level, you have injustice and matters of justice. So like betrayal, courtesy. At the middle level, it's a victim of deception and slander. Okay. So there's no understanding of society or family. And at the highest level, it's complete independence and in matters of relationships with society. Uh, so it's a clear, clear position. So they become a judge of human souls. Oh my God.
1: That's exactly how we describe him. Spooky, right? Yeah. He sees into people's souls and I don't do that as well. I'm like, oh, they seem so nice. And he's like, they're not nice. Yeah. Should we go into <laughs> this one? Because this one's, this is going to be a doozy. Ooh, Do you know which one we're on? The darkness. It's the eighth, eighth house. Ooh. The Scorpio. Dun, dun, dun. So Lilith and Scorpio has felt a shame for the natural need for intimacy, attachment, and depth contact. They may feel wrong if they're expressing jealousy or possessiveness, attachment, etc. And they feel uncontrol, uncomfortable and uncontrollable, actually, around those who are especially passionate and attached. Lack of self-acceptance in these areas can lead to extremes of behavior that exacerbate the problem. Empowering themselves involves working on accepting these qualities. This can also apply to anyone in the eighth house, as I've said a million times. So when you have Lilith and Scorpio, nothing is going to be taboo. In fact, you're almost too comfortable with diving into your own and others' emotional depths and their weird, you know, skeleton-filled closets. You embrace your power through taking risks, especially, this is so important, especially financial ones. We all know that Scorpio and money is a thing. With this placement, you're a natural freelancer and business owner who knows that the road less traveled is often the way to getting more money. You might struggle in traditional jobs for years only to finally make it big when you start an avant-garde aromatherapy business or something like that, or maybe you're like a big celebrity. I don't know. Though you're always looking to shock and don't care who you alienate along the way and kind of get rid of, try to remember that for some security is a very sensitive topic. So before plunging even deeper, get grounded in what you already know and try to stay grateful for what you have. So how do you harness your power? I feel like scared to say this. So the power of your sexuality is strong, but you have felt ashamed of this as a result of certain challenging events in your life. What? This can leave you feeling closed off and uninspired when it comes to intimacy. What? Your mantra. I release what has occurred in the past. I am divinely protected and guided. My power connects me with a higher source and I feel safe to express myself, which I totally understand because I feel like Scorpio has this crazy power, but they're so afraid of expressing it because they've either been hurt in the past, and I always say this, or they're just afraid of being hurt in the future. And so they hold on to that really deep and they become very scornful. So I, this little totally makes sense to me, but I love that they brought up the fact that they were natural born entrepreneurs. I think that's really fascinating and something I wouldn't have thought of.
0: You want to know what one of the keywords that popped up while I was searching this? Sex. Connection <laughs> with dark forces. Because <laughs> there's sex, death in the underworld. That's right. Scorpio. Right. So it's just, God, What are, like the ultimate Black Moon Lilith, oh, right? God. That's just so... Oh, wait. Isn't my Black Moon Lilith in the eighth house? Because we're like, oh my God, what if we have it in the eighth house? Oh, no, no, it's not. Never mind. It's, Never mind. it's in Pisces. Yeah. Mine's in Pisces. Yeah. That's right, because that one's you guys are ready it's Boo. 12 yeah that one's yeah. that one's rough it's rough um but anyway so okay so like negative manifestations okay lowest level sadism secret vices crimes against human nature it's kind of like the very scary people show we were watching today <laughs> so weird um middle level is a, a victim of violence suicidal oh, wow. danger <gasps> of rape oh that's horrible do we need to put a trigger warning on the cover of this Yeah, I think so. Okay. Yeah. Highest level, complete independence from low instincts, avoiding violence and desecration. Wow.
1: Hmm. That's, this is a really dark moon. I don't have a ton to say. I feel like it's actually giving me chills. It's making me feel a little spooky, but I do think that the kind of shame around sex is really unfortunate and really sad. And I think that that's something that says, there's some depth there. I don't want people to read too much into it, but it's something to be mindful of. Maybe it's to try to, you know, be aware of. I guess. Do you have any advice for this Lilith? Actually, this one because you love Scorpio, and I feel like you're always do. Really good with advice I d- for them.
0: I love Scorpio. I love water signs in general, though. Me like, too. They're
1: so just like. Dee, dee. <laughs> I
0: honestly would love to see this side lean into their connection with the dark forces, though. Like I could see them working in something like biology like issues of life and death, like maybe in virology. Oh, interesting. Or numerology or
1: something. Something that's a little more empowering. I can see that. Numerology? Yeah, I can see them working in something more empowering. Numerology. (laughs) Another pseudoscience. I'm talking (laughs) virology, gonna save the
0: world with a vaccine and fight COVID. And you're saying numerology? (laughs) Are you kidding me? I mean, that's where I'm at with
1: my head right now. So Also, I like that it rhymed.
0: Oh, my God. Are you high? Oh, my God. What the hell, Elena? I can't. I can't. You You know what? Let's move on. We've got got our black moon in Sagittarius. Yeah.
1: The ninth house sag. So Sagittarius Lilith has felt ashamed for their curiosity, questions, restlessness, the need to challenge and question life, facts, beliefs, or the need to get away, expand and seek meaning. They may feel uncomfortable around people who are expressing these Sagittarian traits, not quite trusting them. However, when they feel stressed, they can go to extremes in these areas. Working on self-acceptance, like all the other ones, is the key to empowerment here. Lilith and Sag is the placement of the armchair philosopher and the public academic. Either you didn't get a formal higher education or you did, but it was a major rebellion against intellectual traditions of your family. Think the art history major in a family of surgeons or the self-taught tech genius in a lineage of public workers. You probably became fluent in German after a year of, you know, constantly practicing with Rosetta Stone while also (laughs) refusing to speak any other language while out drinking with your friends. When it comes to travel, higher learning and expanding your beliefs, you're a free spirit and a radical. But though you're brilliant, you're also constantly questioning your worth as a thinker. It's important for you to be as proficient in tangible skills as you are in philosophical ideas. Technical mastery keeps you grounded and confident. So how do you harness your power sag? Your beliefs may be too out there for others, or you may champion causes that are not widely accepted. Listening to others while honoring your opinion is key. Your mantra is what is popular is not always right. I have trust and faith in the universe. I openly listen to others, but also weigh the facts and stay strong in my truth. This is a cool one. Like I like this one. That's interesting.
0: I just love the fact that this specific sign refuses to really like do anything other than be true to themselves. Yeah. Right. But at the same time, like there's also this weird like satisfaction element to it. So everything that we know about Sagittarius, right? Very free spirited, love to travel, can't time down very restless, knack for avoiding commitments. Correct. Right. I find that people are actually often really let down by this this sign and
1: mm, Why yeah. is
0: that? Because I feel like they, because they have such trouble with commitment and like avoiding things, they end up like rearranging plans and flaking out on people all the time.
1: Right? Okay, I see that. Right? Yeah,
0: and I think a lot of that ties in with the fact that they have this extreme need for independence that makes them seem cold and detached because. They can't. They feel like they can't rely on anyone for emotional support because that's a weakness to them, right? So they're a fire sign, right? So I need an adoring crowd around them. Look at me. You right? get that? I, yeah, I get that. Hi, Leah. Hi. <laughs> hey, baby. Um, my my flirtatious side comes in. Now. My side hey. side's like, wash your face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, except when you're not in your hygiene, you're you're ruining it. Jeez, um, Louise. But it's it's just. I feel like this could be a very... There's a lot of disorder and trouble with emotional intimacy and vulnerability. Like yeah. That's, that's what I see with this placement. Um, I mean, the negative manifestations uh, at the lowest level is desecration of traditions and authoritarianism, disrespect towards people. Hmm. Middle level, you're looking at the victim of collective contempt or outlaw society. And oh, wow. at the highest level, it's the ability to recognize false teachers Independence from Ooh. other people's opinions, so, so you wouldn't be susceptible, susceptible to a cult, <laughs> yeah. Or maybe you'd be leading it. Oh, I don't know. I mean,
1: I still think SAG is the cult leader. I haven't like done my research on that, but that's where my instincts go. Yeah, full, full speed ahead. Well, I mean,
0: one. yeah, that's that like, in Pisces, <laughs> you have to think about it. Like, since they're such a traveler, they're collecting all this information, and they they love learning, right? Yeah, and so you could absolutely see a profession with them. Being something that requires travel to other countries and communication with foreigners. Right. Right. So they're either going to work in like politics, religion, or like spiritual teachings.
1: Heavy. Eh, Yeah. Or start a movement or something like that. That sag side of me really wants to do that more and more (laughs) every day.
0: If you want to have babies, you can't really go do that. Okay. So like hunker down.
1: Unless the baby helps do it. And he helps (laughs) ruin the
0: rebellion. I cannot even tell you guys (laughs) the look I'm giving her right now. It is just straight up like you got to be freaking kidding me you got to be freaking kidding me. (laughs) Uh. Yeah. Okay. Let's move on now to something more practical. Capricorn. Okay.
1: This is Lilith Capricorn or the 10th house. So this person has felt ashamed or otherwise wronged for their desire to excel, succeed, or reach for worldly goals and ambitions. And they may feel uncomfortable around people who seem materialistic, status conscious, or particularly business minded, I just checked out. It was really weird. Yeah. What the hell is Capricorn just overwhelming and practical or ambitious. It can be hard to connect with their own ambitions and need for others' esteem, but going there and allowing yourself to feel these needs can be really life changing for you, Cap. On the other hand, if you feel uncomfortable with these things, you can go to extremes in these areas and then you feel super bad afterwards, which is the theme here is that you feel really bad after you do things. So the path empowerment is self-acceptance and moderation, which is similar to Leo With Lilith and Capricorn, your everyone's favorite boss, who simultaneously has zero respect for authority figures. I relate to this. You believe that rules are meant to be broken and should be constantly adapting and evolving to reflect collective needs. As a kid, you probably ran your school's student government while simultaneously trying to get the staff advisor fired. Huh. Every moment you have in the spotlight is a moment for you to speak up for those who are more vulnerable than you are. You're a cheerleader for all your friends and co-workers and are hesitant to ever take credit for your accomplishments. It gets lonely at the top, though, even for someone who doesn't believe in hierarchy. Remember to carve out space for selfishly dealing with your own needs. It can be your little secret, okay? You don't have to tell the world. You don't have to go on Instagram or tweet about it. How do you harness your power? This is a placement where social status, power, and prestige are really important. You may not have understood how to, you know, wield that natural ability early on in life and you felt this energy was rejected by others. So your mantra, Capricorn, is the time has come for me to not only own my true power, but use it to uplift and empower others. I am the ruler of my reality. Huh. Ooh, I think Taurus also needs to hear that one. I am the ruler of my reality. This this article is just the best or these article collection of articles I found. Yes. Which just amazing. Yes. I not have said it better myself.
0: Nope. Yes. <laughs> Go ahead. Okay. Capricorn. Yeah. Capricorn. Capricorn. We're to the Capricorn. Capricorn. we get into Capricorn. Long story short. We got short. a contract yeah. the Capricorn. We, she Come said she up, said baby. contract in one of the
1: episodes. <laughs> now again.
0: The contract. Go ahead. Capricorn. And now I just, you know, everybody thinks I'm either from the Midwest or Canadian. Wisconsin. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. We're never going to get through this. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. So... I find it fascinating because I can relate to this so much because work what? is u- work is used as a distraction <laughs> technique. You're relating to Capricorn, I'm so proud. Dude, there's still an earth sign. <laughs> Go ahead. Like, come on, right? Go ahead. But it's funny, like, you know, you use distraction or use work as a distraction technique, which leads to massive productivity complex. Mm. Right? So you base your self worth on how much you've achieved in your life uh do we not at the end of the day sit here and go what did I do today did I do enough
1: yeah it's addicted to stress is what
0: I learned yeah right so which they are but this leads to being burnt out which then is even more furious because then you're burnt out and then you don't have the energy to be productive I can relate to this so hard it is disgusting I'm like I'm like the Capricorn is different than the Virgo, though, because they're so curious, mm-hmm. right? Whereas Virgo is like, that's not practical. It's <laughs> just like, like, I don't freaking like, care about you if you think no, I'm not curious. Like, like no. I'm going to go to my
1: room and clean. Yeah. Oh my God. Water I want to do that so bad. <laughs> Your
0: room's so dirty right now. It is so. messy. It is not dirty. <laughs> there
1: is a difference.
0: So, but it's just, I feel like their curious mind wants to explore and people are attracted to that. But Capricorn shuts them out before anything can really be stimulated or mm. get beneath that exterior layer because they're like, well, that's not productive because that's not going to help me succeed. Yeah, Like it's interesting. They don't understand, like my mantra has always been, it's not what you know, it's who you know. Right. So I think that the Capricorn, they understand that networking is important, but I think that they lack the vulnerability that's required to establish deeper relationships instead of just a Rolodex of phone numbers. Mm. If that makes sense. No, it definitely does. Okay. It's very introspective. So- So negative manifestations are at the lowest level. I'm not going to know how to pronounce this despotism. No idea what that means. Right. Me either. College did not pay off. Can you look that up while I'm continuing the rest of this? How do you spell that? (laughs) It's like nepotism, but with a D. Okay. Okay. Cynicism and deceit. It's the exercise of absolute
1: power, especially in a cruel and oppressive way. So the king's arbitrary despotism. Interesting. Arbitrary.
0: Look at that. Look at the that.
1: words are just Look at it, guys. confusing today.
0: All right. Vicious Virgo's vocabulary. Look yeah. at that. Woo. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we're learning middle, every day. Okay. <laughs> right? The middle School. level is a scapegoat or a victim of a rule violation.
1: Right. Okay, yeah. And that at, makes sense. And have at the rules. highest
0: level, it's a subtle sensation of lawless behavior, huh. avoiding such situations. Interesting. Yeah. So. I don't know, man, I can relate to this. You can relate to this. Oh too. yeah, yeah. yeah. And this I'm, is akin sure to my Virgo. I'm sure that so many of our our listeners can relate to this because we're all a bunch of perfectionists, and that's we why we're really here. hard, right? Yeah.
1: Lilith and Aquarius are the eleventh house. This one is so
0: fucking cool.
1: This person has felt ashamed or off for wanting to be part of a group, team, or community for being one of the crowd, and can feel quite wary of people who seem to need these things. The answer is not to reject these basic needs since this can result in binging and purging on a social level, going all out, feeling bad about it, hiding away, and then repeating the cycle again. Self-acceptance can help empower them and put an end to extremes of behavior in these areas. You're always going to find yourself amongst the freaks and geeks, Aquarius. With this black moon, you want to connect with people who aren't like you and you don't share your opinions with them, okay? So you want people that you do not agree with. You're the type of person who can go anywhere and strike up a conversation with anyone because you have an insatiable curiosity for how other people's minds work. Remember, you're a logical sign. Though most of us only want to befriend those who exist within our same social and economic bubble, you can't stand that kind of lifestyle. You want people that are from all over, freaks and geeks, remember? You had no problem making friends with kids from rival high schools growing up, and now you do a lot of networking in Twitter threads or something like that. Remember that it's okay to hang out with people who do share your interest, at least sometimes anyway. You don't always have to play devil's advocate. How do you harness your power? Your unique personality, individual thought, and quirkiness may have been seen as over the top in the past. As a result, you may have assimilated with those around you. This can lead to feelings of fulfillment. So what is your mantra, Aqua? I will let my inventive spirit and unconventional thoughts come through unapologetically, even though I may be ahead of my time, I will make my unique mark on this world. This is a really cool one. Like this is, I think this is my favorite, to be honest. Like really? if I had to pick one, this was to be the one that I would pick.
0: God, what, what if you didn't... You know what? We're not picking favorites tonight, Okay, guys. fine. But you I know? never
1: pick Aqua as my favorite. I thought you'd be proud. You like Aqua, and I'm kind of like, meh.
0: I do like Aqua, even though I'm still kind of upset about the Aqua from last week. But, like, whatever. That's Screw that Aqua.
1: That was – Lilith was clearly not an Aqua. <laughs> no. It was something else. Cre- that
0: is very correct. Nah. So it's like – I'm kind of curious. I love this because they're so extroverted. Yeah. Right? I feel. I feel like you connect very deep with this because you are such a freaking –
1: i'm an introverted extrovert or extrovert yes. introvert, whatever, whichever one is but i like, love being around people but i just want to sleep but she
0: dresses in a way that is attention like it it gets everyone's attention because she's so vibrant so it's fascinating because then she's like no don't look at me but it's yeah like, it's, it's just for weird. me it's yeah for me. it's weird she's an enigma oh which enigma. is the word that we use to describe aquarius anyway unicorn so- so, you know, it's like I see this sign as having issues with letting go of people, though. So they consider ending friendships or relationships as a way of admitting defeat. Okay. Because they yeah. don't like to be wrong, especially when it comes to being a judge of character. Right. Because they're so logical and analytical, they really like to break down the components and think about a person and, like, what makes them a good friend. Yeah. Right. So it's not necessarily, like, you're not going to look at somebody... And like an Aquarius isn't going to look at someone to be like, they make me feel good. We vibe. They're going to be like, oh no, this is somebody who's going to inspire me because they have a job. They have a good relationship with their family. They have other friends. They're, you know, educated or they're working towards something or they're learning a new language or like we we go to the same book club. Like they're going to find logical and rational qualities into a person that allow them, that almost give them permission to invest in that person. So they're going to have a really hard time letting go and admitting defeat in that relationship. Yeah. I do see an internal problem with identity, though. Right? Because they're caught between this version of themselves that they choose to present to others and then the version that gets pushed to their subconscious.
1: The one and what they're like when they're around other people, right?
0: Mm, I would say that the version of themselves that's pushed to the subconscious kind of emerges out of the blue. Uh, and I think it surprises that makes them. Sense.
1: God, uh, freaking well, little Sagittarius too. But Aquarius is always doing that to me. I cannot figure them out. They're so random. Yeah, so I feel, like, I feel
0: like this surprises them when they actually recognize what their true desires are. Mm. So anyway, their negative manifestations are at the lowest level, the suppression of other people's freedoms and betrayal. Hmm. The middle level is the impossibility of planning. Unexpected accidents. Shocker. And at the highest level, it's the highest sense of freedom and anticipation of events. Oh, so a little psychic. They're a little little clairvoyant. A little clairvoyant, yeah. 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 But how amazing would that be to have the highest sense of freedom?
1: That's why I like this one so much. To just feel
0: like like, unfazed. Oh, man. Not unfazed, but just like unadulterated. Like just this, not necessarily embracing like your wildness, but just this idea of not being connected to any... Hierarchy. Yeah. Yeah. Like being able to think and feel what you want to feel. And just do whatever the hell you feel like doing.
1: She got of zoned out. I was like, what's happening?
0: You know what? My <laughs> eyes have glazed over and the words on the screen have got a little fuzzy because I'm just, I'm vibing with my spirit right now <laughs> and the words that are coming to me, I don't know. I don't even think they're me. They're like some dead grandma somewhere that's speaking through me.
1: Weird. Okay. Yeah. They that's got weird.
0: Great. Okay
1: last Lilith, Lilith Pisces or the 12th house. This one is so, I just want to preface this by this is the most weird one and the most bizarre. So all the ones you thought were weird, this is the weirdest. So this person has felt ashamed or off for being needy compassionate or wishy-washy or for their spiritual side and this person can feel uncomfortable or annoyed with people who resist labels who are not very assertive or ready to take the lead rejecting or feeling ashamed of their basic needs in these areas can lead to extremes of behavior and repeated cycles of binging and purging with these traits the key to moderation and empowerment is self-acceptance Pisces which we say with everyone but really with you With Black Moon, Lilith, and Pisces, you're ahead of your time. Futuristic visions come to you in your dreams, and whether they're about societal collapse or the latest Apple product, what you imagine usually comes to pass. Instead of claiming your title as an oracle, though, or like a psychic or something, these visions can make you feel like an outcast. Most people, from your boss to your best friend, aren't already there to hear things you know. So they're not ready to really hear your strange thoughts, and we really aren't, guys. Sorry to... Tell you that. And some might accuse you of being like kind of having a Cassandra complex. Remember that you're not looking for a prize, but are interested in universal love and collective well-being. The more you embody your visions in your day-to-day life, the more impact you're going to have. Be the change you already see in the world. That's a great line. How do you harness your power? Pisces marks the end of a zodiac wheel and is a place where karma can build and accumulate. You may have felt responsible for pain that was not yours. The tendency to escape reality and dissolve with the world around you can occur here. So what is your mantra, Pisces? I tap into my opposite polarity to stay grounded in reality, but I know my dreams and visions are valid. I channel my subconscious vision and use it to positively create my reality. So remember, the 12th house is all about dreams and the subconscious. It's a very eerie it's a strange house and if you think of it as less weird and more about like the collective emotions of others and the empathness and kind of like predicting the future because it's the end starting the beginning I think you'll have more appreciation for it and look at it in less of a like a strange way and I think that's what I've been learning a lot about Pisces is that and I'm starting to like have more empathy for my husband even is that he's just taking on a lot of emotion and really thinking about things it's not that he's not paying attention I think he's like doing almost the opposite. I think I'm almost like paying too much attention, if that makes sense. I mean, duh. <laughs> <laughs> so what are your thoughts on this one?
0: Okay, so I I love anything in Pisces, specifically because Pisces falls into the 12th house, right? So that's the house that absorbs everything. Like, we love a Pisces because they have all the feelings yeah. and because they're just like, they... Uh, they embody every freaking characteristic of every sign in the zodiac. Sometimes it's the negative ones too, but you have to remember it's also all those positive ones. There's a lot going on in their in their spirit, so we have to try and keep them on track every once in a while. But ultimately, they're our favorite. So, but it's like they're so unbelievably complex. So I feel like this placement will present issues with like creative outlet, yeah, and then like recognizing their own worth and speaking about what they want like out into the universe like I feel like they'll have a really hard time with manifestations they take criticism so personally that even like a small argument will completely derail their sense of well-being right so like literally this can create an environment where people are scared to bring up conflict because they're afraid of like spiraling Yeah. yeah
1: that's true for anyone with Pisces in their chart anywhere
0: Right. So when it comes to their feelings, I feel like this placement struggles to empathize with the other side of the story Yeah, because they're so focused on this hurt me. Like, I don't know, like blah, 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 blah. So it's just, I just have fun. Yeah. I mean, I love them so much and I'm so sorry that like that you go through this and that you struggle and it's. Negative manifestations for Pisces. So at the lowest level, you're looking at drug addiction, alcoholism, spying, and breaking secrets. Mm. Middle level is a danger of drowning, poisoning, and mental disorders. At the highest level is the disclosure of all secrets and mind stability. Mm. This is not one I would want. (laughs) No. This is not one I would want. None of them are great, but this one's a little deep. I think Those I'll are. be okay with mine even with my infertility. <laughs> <laughs> like, Oh, I mean, God, stop saying I that. I mean, literally, like, passive black moon in Pisces. Get a little of this. Leads the world of illusions and addictions. Oh, this God. happens through alcohol, drugs, and computers. Oh. Strengthens emotional instability and leads to psychological and mental disorders. I think of, like, Steve
1: Jobs with, he's a Pisces.
0: I just think of the world that we have today. We're all addicted to our damn computers. Yeah, definitely. And phones and Netflix.
1: On that note, (laughs) the bottom line here, guys, is that astrology can tell us so much about ourselves from like how we can be better, who we are more compatible with what our flaws are. And in the case of Lilith, I think it can tell us which areas need to be empowered and balanced in our lives so we can embrace every side of ourselves, even the shadow side, the dark moon. So don't, look at Lilith as a bad thing necessarily look in it look at it as a way to better yourself as is with all astrology and the cool thing about this episode I think is that we touched on things that everybody really experiences that are tough and things that can get completely out of control like we were watching this weird crime drama today about serial (laughs) killers and sociopath and that's where like the black moon goes ham but i mean <laughs> the demon or whatever but i think the point is is that and why halloween is so fun for everyone is you get to explore the side of yourself that's really dark and different and moody and you don't necessarily have to be that side but you get to explore it and so to me this is something to explore but you don't necessarily have well, to dive. especially right in. if they're
0: <laughs> listening to an astrology podcast yeah. like there's some fascination with how yeah so it's like it, and I would agree. I would seem that like while the black moon analysis can seem like really brutal and kind of scary, it is important to recognize all of our traits, even the ones that we interpret as being negative. Because as you said, like understanding like the difference between light and dark of your personality, it's, it's like vital to any type yeah. of spiritual journey that you go on. So think about it this way. Like without understanding the dark, you're not going to be able to strengthen it. You're not going to turn to light. Yeah. Yeah. So then it's like, you know, no growth can happen while in ignorance.
1: Yeah. So we would love to know what your black moon lists are really curious because we can't guess. We'd have to look it up. So please send it to us at the vicious Virgos or just girl project, but you know, the vicious Virgos is easier because we're more (laughs) vicious there. Would you like to take it away?
0: Absolutely. Please remember to rate, review, and subscribe. We are on every podcasting platform you could possibly think of. We love reading our reviews. They're freaking awesome. You guys are awesome. We love you. Reiterate, Lana. We love you. Yep, exactly. So you can find us on Instagram at the Vicious Fergos. And also, please make sure to follow at JustGirlProject. sponsor. And, of course.
1: Don't forget to... Stay Stay vicious vicious and spooky. Happy Halloween.
0: Happy Halloween. And we all just want to feel, want to be
1: real. Yeah, we all just.